welcome back. This is the WOW Podcast, or the Word on Westmount. My name is Angus McIntosh. I'm the Vice Principal at Westmount School here in Moose and this is Episode 2. Today, you will be meeting Mrs. Nick Cochran. She is uh, what's known as a Swiss worker, and we're going to find out a little bit about her and her role. Currently, one out of every six students at Westmount is a new Canadian. They've come here through the process of immigration and some are refugees. I recently checked the list and Westmount has over 50 students from 17 different countries and where 16 different languages are spoken at home. The language, the culture barriers can be difficult uh, to bridge for students and that's where Nick Cochran comes onto the scene. Nick is an employee of the Moosejell Multicultural Society but she has an office right here at Westmount. I recently sat down with Nick to talk about who she is and her role as a settlement worker, and we began the discussion talking about her background. Home for me was Regina, Saskatchewan. I was born and raised there. I went to Stuart Russell Elementary School until grade six. Then my family moved us to Brandon, Manitoba. I'm not always a big fan of change, so this move didn't come easy. However, I grew to love Brandon. I attended Brandon University and received my Bachelor of Arts with a major in English and a minor in Math. My goal was to teach in adult education. The opportunity to move to Dauphin, Manitoba fell on my lap and I accepted a related trades instructor position at Assiniboine Community College. The trades opened up my creative drive and the love for mechanics and old trucks started to evolve. Okay, so that's cool because uh, I know a few people from Dauphin who grew up there and they're all really cool people and they have super diverse interests. That's right. Dauphin still holds a special place in my heart and it's where I really got to grow up and developed into who I am today. Dauphin allowed me to embrace the inner country kid in me. And after six years in Dauphin, it was time to move on and make a change. So how do you end up in Moose Jaw? Moose Jaw was my pick as it was close to Regina and it would still allow me to enjoy the small town feel but be close to the bigger cities when I needed to get away. The best of both worlds. And I guess you can say fate exists. Little did I know moving to Moose Jaw would mean meeting my husband and growing our fur kid family. Logan is a carpenter by trade so of course our DIY minds clicked very well. We have five beautiful fur babies together, two dogs and three cats. Cool. So you you work as a Swiss worker at the school. So tell us, what does a Swiss worker do? A Swiss worker is a settlement worker in school. I help newcomer families integrate into the Canadian society and culture. More importantly, I help families understand the school system, enrollment, school bus info, permission forms, fees, school events, and school supplies. We offer multiple after-school programming to help bring newcomer children and youth together to share in Canadian traditions. We just hosted a Halloween pumpkin carving and Halloween cookie decorating. Parents especially appreciate their children taking part in these events so that they can grow and learn and make connections with others. Swiss work closely with families, even behind the scenes. We can offer, offer referrals to the community agencies for those families requiring more supports. So for an example, if the school comes to you and says student A who's on your caseload is having trouble seeing in the classroom or something like that, you can help the family make an appointment with the eye doctor, etc. Yep, things like that. Okay. Um, so do you do it all for the parents is it, or do you just provide assistance? 
We definitely try to help families become more independent. So most of them will come to us with any concerns that they have. Okay. So your first language isn't English, is it? Funny you should ask, because English was my second language. Growing up, we spoke Punjabi in our house. So when I began pre-K, I had to learn how to speak in English, and this was foreign to me. I mean, sure, I watched my fill of Fred Penner and Mr. Dressup, but putting a new language to use to communicate with others, that took a lot of practice. Writing in journals made zero sense because I started to jumble up the letters of the alphabet together. But the funny thing was, I was able to draw what I was trying to convey, where my words could not tell a story. And you know, um, you didn't know I was going to say this, but uh, when I when I read that that's what you were going to say, um, it reminded me of a quote from my favorite author for, for young kids. And the quote goes like this. It says, if you speak and write in English or Spanish or Chinese or any other language, then only a percentage of human beings will get your meaning. But when you draw a picture, everybody can understand that. So that was by Sherman Alexi. So anyway, so having English as the second language for you, how does that help you in your role as a Swiss worker? Well, this helps me as a Swiss worker because I can understand and relate to how families and children feel before beginning school. I know firsthand how it feels to immerse yourself into a new culture and language. And yes, it's scary. However challenging that may be, I know how welcoming and supportive the Westmount staff are, and that makes the transition a little easier to bear. Okay, so what are the most challenging parts of your job? I think misunderstandings due to language barriers is the biggest challenge, especially when you cannot find an interpreter for a specific language. This can lead families to feeling frustrated as they are trying to navigate and learn a new way of life in Canada. However, we are very lucky in Mushja to have a wide variety of interpreters who speak many of our clients' languages. This certainly helps eliminate miscommunication or misunderstandings. I'm just thankful you didn't say that uh, the difficult part was working with the vice principal here. Okay, <laughs> just a few more questions. Uh, your favorite recent Netflix series? The Office is definitely a great binge-worthy show. Many of the storylines are relatable, and it's funny recognizing patterns and personalities amongst other coworkers. The Office gifts and memes are always a solid laugh, too. All right, so what subject were you best at school? I was pretty good with numbers, especially applying knowledge to real-life situations. My absolute favorite is budgeting. I was a bit of a numbers nut when it came down to mad minutes, 30 multiplication questions in a minute. I was a little speedy McGee. Awesome, good for you. Uh, you get to choose your superpower, the ability to fly or invisibility. Which one do you choose? It would have to be flying for sure. I'd love to fly down south with the rest of the birds for the winter months, take in some sightseeing, travel to all parts of the world, sit on a beach somewhere. Awesome. Who's the most listened to artist on your playlist? I hope I can inspire some people. So back in September, I stumbled upon Kurdo. He is an Iraqi Kurdish rapper from Germany. I was in a kickboxing session when the song came on randomly and I was completely hooked. A few other artists that I really enjoy, Linkin Park, Eminem, and Yellow Wolf. Call me old school, but I love 90s music and it helped me get through some challenging moments in my life. Just so you know, the 90s isn't that old school for old guys like me. <laughs> um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love your truck? That's what everyone wants to know. That is a burning question. All right, I'll admit, I had a 1994 GMC Yukon. It was a two-door and it was in absolute pristine condition. 
Uh, it even had the new factory smell, believe it or not. That was my show truck. I had a lot of time and money invested into it and I really loved it. Everyone knew that truck belonged to me because of how unique it was. Fast forward to my current truck, my Silverado. It's been my baby since 2018. It was the newest, most luxurious vehicle I'd ever owned, and I've owned about 20, so that definitely speaks volumes. Since 2018, there's been a lot of bodywork and mechanical work, including mods that I've done, hence I love it a little bit more each time I work on it. Most recently would have to have been the lift and the tires. I like knowing I can't get stuck in anything, so on a scale, it's definitely like a 10 plus plus plus. <laughs> It's nice knowing I'm able to work on those things myself because it makes me proud. And it sounds kind of cool, so. Awesome. Thank you for doing this, Nick. Thank you for having me. It was oh, a great pleasure. No problem. Thank you. That wraps up episode two of the WOW podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I also hope that you learned a little bit about the school, which, of course, is the goal of this podcast. If you have any comments, how you'd like this to be a little bit more relevant to you, please feel free to reach out. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, uh, please like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you do, wherever you get your podcasts. Next episode, uh, we'll be back with some student voices. We'll see you then.